can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. episode of the Holdin' None podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, the J.E., Mr. Doty Fade. On tonight's podcast, we review Bryson Canseco's big win at Wingfoot. We will go over some news on J.E.'s casting couch, maybe a bitchy boy of the week, and we'll go over the shit picks at Punta Canta. Punta. Hey, Johnny. Hey, punta kind of, that means bitch in Spanish, right? Punta! Hey, punta! Pinche cabrón! What what language they speak in punta cana? Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, wait, no. (laughs) Cut that out. Spanish. Uh, How you doing, words? I'm okay, Johnny. How are you? Oh, I'm just great. Good. Uh, Grindy. I uh, missed you this weekend. We had a real, me and Chapo had a real shit show at the uh, old member member this week, and... uh, I'm still, my liver is crying for help as we speak, still, just, you know, four days out, three days later, four days later, yeah. I really embarrassed myself, because I told everyone, like, hey, there is not a better, there are not two better drunk players out there than J.E. and and Chapo, and you guys, you held your own day one. Hey, we were were drunk then, too. I know, (laughs) I was out, I, I saw about five holes of it, and, uh, yeah, then you just kept going, I guess, and going, and going, and. By probably what the front nine into the front nine on the second day it was, yeah you were you were lighting you were lighting smokes out there. <laughs> I, no, no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't smoke. I'm fucking doing that. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. When I'm riding with Chapo, I gotta have a cig here and there. <laughs> real, real quick crush on the camel crushes. Oh yeah, I can take one of those down in about eight drags. Just the immediate crush. Uh-huh. Before I even take a drag. That's right. Um, no, I will say. You coined me as the best drunk player, while I I fully admitted that I thought Chapo was the best, you know, two hour sleep drunk player. But uh, we got a little too carried away after being in second after the first day and just took it real deep. <laughs> and then we were like two two of the best at being sleepless and hungover slash still drunk. And we are two of the worst at nursing the hangover from hell on the Sunday before we got to go back to work. Uh, it's like Chapo's birthday was on Sunday, and I was like, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, I got a great setup over here for football. And he's like, literally, all I want to do for my birthday is sit in my dark fucking yeah. bedroom or living room and watch golf. J.E., I would rather cut my dick off than come hang out with you again for the day. <laughs> exactly. Like, sh- why are you even texting me? Like, I thought we weren't going to talk for like a week. No, uh... I will say, hey, happy birthday, Chapo! Uh, yeah, ha- happy. I didn't feel like sneaking in a text on the group text. <laughs> happy birthday, Chapo! <laughs> love you. Oh, I love this comment. Uh, I did have one fucking hell of a setup over here. Words for uh, Sunday viewing. I had I moved an old TV. Like 
got this 55 inch TV that kind of crapped out. It was a cheap one that we bought like way back in the day. And it literally is just sitting in our guest bedroom doing nothing because I guess it just used to just turn off randomly and we couldn't turn it back on. All I figured out is if we leave it unplugged for like eight months, it works again. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I had on the 65 inch, I had golf going on the 55 inch. I had red zone going and <laughs> I was working those remotes. If, if I thought if the football was more important than the time, I'd switch them over, mute one, mute the other. It was just fucking brilliant, brilliant remote control usage. Just working it. And I had Wingstop. Hadn't had that in a while. Okay. Well. I was inspired by Bryson. What a day you had then. Huh? It was unbelievable. Wow. Um, so you guys lost. That's good. Uh, what else? My Sunday was way better than my Saturday. Let, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Do you want to take a hop on the casting couch before we review the U.S. Open? Yeah, I got. I don't have anything too spicy or sticky, should we say, here at the couch. No, I sent you an article early on in the week that I thought really hit our aesthetic. One hundred percent. It was. Do you have the title up? Pull I, up. I do. I do. Cult leader who claims to be Jesus reincarnated, <laughs> arrested in Russia. <laughs> if Jesus came back, it would certainly be in Russia, right? Um, former traffic officer Sergey Torop, aka. <laughs> Jesus Vasarian is what he goes by Arrested in a special operation in Serbia Vasarian <laughs> yeah. Words you should start going by Vasarian Sounds like an elvish knight What What would your Jesus name be? I don't know I don't know Prometheus <laughs> Satan Yeah <laughs> Satan uh, In this article dude it, it's, it shows the picture of this dude And he's sitting in a uh, jail cell in Russia And it's like a tiny little like bar jail cell and it do, I will say it does kind of look like Jesus, uh, kind of an older guy with uh, long, long uh, grayish hair and a beard. Yeah. Um, he's 59 years old. And the Russians, um, it was le led by masked troops in, in, like in a helicopter. Like they fucking like raided this dude's compound. Apparently he had been what? doing this for decades. The, did the, they did him like bin Laden? Yeah, basically. They just didn't shoot him in the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, except that part. Yeah, no, but literally, uh, they they he had like an armed bodyguard around him all the time. But I guess the crime they're trying to pin on him is that he extorted his cult followers out of out of money. Which what cult doesn't extort yeah. their followers out I of money? That was the whole point. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, that's a crime that happens in America every fucking day. Yeah, Russia's sideways. You know, considering the JE could be. The second coming of Christ. That may be a season three or maybe even season four. I thought it was the second coming of Satan. Satan. but <laughs> One or the other. You know, with that mustache, you look a little Christy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Being Christy is not bad. <laughs> no. Have you started watching that HBO deal on Nexium? No. We should start watching that. W really? What? What is it? Uh... Turns into a sex cult. I saw the opening episode, and uh, this real squirrely guy who kind of came up with this whole way of thinking and uh, these teachings, and you know, it kind of painted the picture of like, oh, I definitely see how I could get involved and like want to get behind or involved in some organization like this. And then, kind of in the middle to end, it kind of just slipped in the fact that, oh yeah, he likes to kiss everyone in the mouth uh, as soon as you meet him. And so it's like, oh okay, huh? <laughs> red one red flag. <laughs> Small one. Yeah. He likes a good, like, you know, grab of the ass and, like, a, 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 a breast, a breast, uh, what, grope. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he shakes hands. That's how I shake hands Same. with 
very breasty women. <laughs> no, not really. Never done that. Real breasty, huh? Um, but yeah. Anyways, I, I'm just glad that uh, you know this guy. I guess is going to go to jail for thinking he's Jesus, which you know kind of feel bad for him actually. I do too. I mean, shit. If the followers want to give him money, that's their prerogative. Maybe the rescues are keeping Jesus down. Maybe they bail him out. Is that, I wonder if there's bail available. Um, here, here's a good thing that I read about it is that uh, while Christmas Christmas has been replaced by feast day on his birthday, January 14th. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck Christmas. We fucking eat on my birthday. <laughs> Dude, me and Bryson, I'm on board. Yeah, that's how this story ties in. This guy is on the Bryson diet. Dude. <laughs> you, me, and Bryson. Which I did weigh after the weekend and still hovering just under 170. I don't know what I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Quit eating Adderall. <laughs> well, I didn't eat, I guess, on Saturday or Friday. So <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I had one meal of Wingstop this week. I don't know why I'm not gaining weight. I bet I bet you before I ate that Wingstop, I probably weighed like 159. <laughs> Lost like a cool 10 over the weekend after drinking like a fucking ocean worth of booze. <laughs> I'm definitely going the other way. I'm, I'm fucking fat. I'm fat as fuck. <laughs> we went to Trader Joe's and it was just pumpkin. I mean, I had, I was lactating pumpkin spice. <laughs> uh, you drinking your own breast milk if you're lactating? Yes. That's how you really get it. Words over there, naked eating, licking his tit. <laughs> it tastes good. Mm. Oh man, well, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I tried to scour the net for like nothing but good sex stories, a good fuck story that I could tell again, like I always do every week. And then I was just like, ah, eh, words a story will do. Yeah. So that's it. That's the casting couch. Well, while we're on the casting couch, you want to get into bitchy boy of the week? Oh well, of course. I mean, we all saw it. Everybody saw it. It was going around viral video. Danny Lee, <laughs> Swanson's boy, Chapo's boy, Danny Lee. Danny Lee, you fuck. <laughs> I think we've told this before, but Danny Lee once blocked Chapo for, on Snapchat At about four thirty in the morning. <laughs> well, little he, message he would open like you could see when people open the Snapchat, and he'd be like, "God damn it, Danny Lee, you son of a bitch, go fucking play well tomorrow, you fuck." <laughs> and then like Danny, you've been blocked by Danny Lee. So, uh, but Danny Lee six putt on eighteen uh, at the U.S. Open, and I mean it was a prayer that he made that six putt. Because he was just raking it around on the last three. He did not give a fuck. So much so that he actually ended, ended up issuing a bitchy apology to the USGA. You want to read it verbatim? I'll read it I'll read it for verbatim words. Would you like me to throw an accent on there, or would that be a little much? Uh, I think Danny Lee's pretty well-spoken. You know, he's like New Zealand by way of, like, Asia. Yeah. I think you can be well-spoken and have an accent. <laughs> oh, Okay. Um, that maybe I meant something different, but before I read this, the, uh, the, the quote here, um, we were talking in a, in our Instagram chat, basically with some of our other buddies fields was, was the one who sent, or somebody sent the, it was like a typed out Danny Lee misses from three feet. Danny Lee misses from five feet. Danny Lee misses from seven feet. Danny Lee misses from another five feet. And I think Fields said, how the fuck does that happen? And then all of a sudden the video is there and the video gets sent. It's like, well, this is how it happens. And that, I swear to God, I don't think I've ever, like, even in the even in the um, club championship this year, I didn't four-putt once. Four-putting is pretty fucking hard. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> doing what Danny Lee did is fucking crazy. 
uh, for a pro golfer who can putt pretty well. He is lucky his ass is still not out there. Because <laughs> he missed about four inside of five feet, and then he ended up making a seven-footer. And it, he like didn't even look at the fucking hole. So here, here's the quote. I apologize for my poor actions at the U.S. Open last week. It was very unprofessional and foolish. Obviously hurts, hurt lots of my fans, followers, and my sponsors out there. My frustrations took over, and combined with injury, I had, a f- I had to fight for it all. Oh, there it is. All <laughs> week. Did I mention I was injured? Still just an excuse. I shouldn't have left like that. Also, I'd like to apologize to the USGA. They did a tremendous job last week at Wingfoot, on the course and off the course. Now I'm going to take some time off and think about what I did and start <laughs> starting next time I'll show up as a better person and have better sportsmanship. Thank you. <laughs> Is that what your fucking teacher told you to write after you fucked up in like third grade? He, he I'm going to do better next time. Sweet, please sponsors. Uh, please don't lose any sponsors. I'm so sorry. Danny. Well, Danny, congrats because you're the bitchy boy of the week. Yeah, Danny, your apology only gets you so far, unfortunately, you fuck. No, I, I like Danny, and I follow Danny, but uh, again, unbelievable. I can't believe that happened. Let's keep it there in Wingfoot, Johnny. In Deshambo, Bryson, the only round under par on a Sunday, gets it done after trailing Matthew Wolf by two going into the round. Um, pretty special words. And the, obviously the narrative is like, oh, he did it his own way, didn't he? He sure did. Oh, Jesus. The uh, motherfucker, the motherfucker putted just as good as he hit the fucking driver. He hit some, he hit some great shots around the green also. I mean, that, that was so overplayed that it was completely ridiculous. But on the other hand, like, yes, he was absolutely fucking hitting piss missiles everywhere out there. Spraying them everywhere too. But I mean, no one could hit the fairways, even if you were, you know. Even if you were taking stuff off, so his rationale of well, I, they're hard to hit anyway, so I may as well be you know three fifty down there. It definitely paid off. Hey, did you know that he told everybody that he, whenever he came back, like I'm gonna look, my body's gonna be completely transformed. I'm gonna look like a totally different person. Did you know that he went away and told people that, that he was gonna do that in the off season? Yes. Because I only heard that a fucking thousand times on TV. <laughs> for Christ's sake, did you know he drinks a fucking seven shakes and eats like all sort? He eats steak and potatoes at every meal. Yeah, because they talked about that the whole fucking time, too. Yeah, I watched a lot of it on mute because it was... Uh, I, it, I can't even think of Homeboy's name right now. Um, the douche from NBC? Yeah, not Gary Coke. Coke. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what that guy's... Uh, no. um, Azinger. Oh. Yeah, Paul Azinger. I mean, yes, he's a great player, great Ryder Cup player for the United States. He gives me a fucking rash. Who, Paul Azinger? Yeah. Okay. Well, so just to obviously get the fucking Bryson bashing out of the way, like, he fucking is the slowest motherfucker, and it's almost hard to watch how much he fucking puts into, you can hear him talking math the whole fucking time, you can hear him talking about 10.30, he does a, a clock type deal, um, but it, it was pretty hard to, to watch and keep interested in that, because of how slow he plays. And I, for a guy like Matt Wolf, I felt kind of sorry for him that he clearly was, I don't know if that's what got to him and that's how he started melting down, but it's like, fuck, I wouldn't be able to fucking sit there without being like, Jesus Christ, dude, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple holes behind at one point. Well, um, so again, that's the last bad thing I'm going to say about Bryson. I think I can probably always find something shitty to say, but 
very, very impressive. He is the third guy in history to win an NCAA, a U.S. Amateur, and a U.S. Open. The other two guys, only Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas. So pretty fucking elite company that he joined there. Um, obviously, being a former U.S. Am champion, nobody, not one fucking person in our league picked Bryson this week, which is crazy. It was nuts. And he, had, he hadn't been tearing the world apart, though. No, and that's the thing, though. It's like... If you can win a U.S. Amateur, you can probably win a U.S. Open. I mean, most people, I would think, can just because a USGA setup. But for Bryson to go out and shoot the only round under par on Sunday, 67. It wasn't like he was one under. The motherfucker shot 67. Three under. And it was a great uh, last putt par that just kind of crept save. in. Unbelievable putt. And so, uh, yeah, Bryson DeChambeau is a major champion. Yeah, I was sad because obviously – my heroin uh habit wolfie addiction i mean if he would have won and i didn't have him picked it would have there would have been a, more than some sadness for sure but god he was playing so well um he was bombing it too of course as he's known to do um but you know his his game is really coming full form also he was he was chipping from around the greens he had some incredible putts um but you know it just kind of the ninth hole, the the par five ninth hole on Sunday when Wolfie puts it close and Bryson has about 25, 30 feet up on the hill and Bryson drains that eagle putt. I mean, that was that was the putt of the tournament for me. I mean, of, of course, there's nine holes of double bogeys like just waiting to grab his ass. Yeah. But um, him uh, putting that eagle putt in right, right on top of Wolf's or right before Wolf, I should say. Um, you know, it kind of took some of the sales out of Wolf and, uh, you know, just solidified what Bryson was doing. Well, I think Wolf stepping up and making it after that happened said a lot. And I was like, oh shit, we got a fucking match coming. He had like a 12 footer though. It was. Yeah. And, and what's funny is, you know, that's a par five. I think it was like 571 yards and the, both those guys hit pitching wedges in. DJ hit a fucking sand wedge in. So, you know, the, the man with the golden nose eagled that hole also. But uh, the other thing with Matt Wolf, you know, I think the moment kind of got caught caught up with him. He ends up shooting four over 39 on the back, shoots 75. Bryson beats him by eight shots in that final group, which is you can't get beat by eight. He still finishes outright second. Matt Wolf finishes in two <clears throat> major appearances in his career, T4 at the PGA Championship a, f- a couple months ago, outright second this past week in the US Am- or U.S. Open. So, He's pretty, built for speed, baby. Pretty fucking good resume thus far for my Matt heroin. Wolf. Words is heroin. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, those guys kind of stole the show. The outright third, though. Another guy that you've loved who rides a tractor. <laughs> Louis Tyson. <laughs> Louis. Louis finishes outright third. He had a lot of three putts. He is such a good ball striker, though, and I loved how much coverage they gave him. Of course, because he was at the top. But I mean, the the pro tracer on him. It is just like. Ooh, Dead piss missile, like mm-hmm. either one yard draw or one yard fade, just mm-hmm. like clockwork. Never stresses in his golf swing. Doesn't look like he's ever trying to overexert himself. He's a beautiful South African. So I will say words. Uh, in, inside that top five, you know, of course, we talked about Bryson, Wolf, now Louis. Fourth place, Harris English. That poor bastard loses his ball in the very first hole, hits it left in the rough. Nobody can fucking find it. And the poor guy has to go back and re-tee, makes double bogey. What does he do from there? He shoots one over par the rest of the way, which is pretty goddamn good golf considering when you start off like that, 
You can either fucking mail it in immediately, or you fucking put your nose to the grind. And that's what my bastard cousin, Harris English, did. <laughs> bastard cousin. Wasn't he my bastard brother before? Yeah. Okay. Bastard brother. Yeah, we had the same dad. <laughs> Our dad fucked everything to walk around. <laughs> uh, but then, no, no surprise, that outright fifth. Guy that you and I both had, Xander Schauffele continues to perform in U.S. Opens. Four career U.S. Open starts, never finished outside the top six. So Xander does what everyone expected him to do. Unfortunately for us, he didn't get the job done, but Xander is knocking on the fucking door, and his time will come. Yeah, between he and Morikawa, and who's the best California golfer right now, we go back and forth with that hey, a lot. Wolf, Wolf wants to fucking throw his Wolf name in there, baby. Wolf wants to get in there, throw his dick around a little bit. Yeah, it, you know, Tiger's from California. <laughs> yeah, Tiger didn't make the cut. You mean now? Yeah. Now, right now. Not ever. Um, other than that, words, I, I will say I was kind of surprised. Obviously, Thursday they come out, everyone's going low as fuck, and they were. I would say the USGA probably deserves some of that blame, but apparently I heard the reason why they were making that course a little bit easier was to get everyone in and get every player in before dark to get that first round fully in, and so – they didn't want people grinding their fucking asses off. So JT comes out with a 65 that first round, and I instantly was like, God damn it, JT is going to go fucking win this thing. Mm-mm. He kind of, I wouldn't say he folded like a lawn chair, but he went 73-76 on Friday, Saturday, which kind of took him out of it. But he still finished in the top 10. Yeah, so. he played great. When things get going bad for him, it doesn't seem like he turns it around just like that. He's a great front runner. I loved, back to what your course setup point, and how the, the superintendent at Wingfoot basically sat down all the USGA people and gave them a piece of his mind. And they're like, all right, fine, fuck. You take control back with the pens, and you control the sub-air and do everything. So shout-out to uh, that superintendent for bitching all those people out. And then shout-out to the USGA for a change. We're saying, okay, you know what? This isn't our course. Maybe we don't know what's best. Here, we'll give it back to the guys who actually run this fucking place. And, uh, yeah, they did a great job. Speaking of that, too, did you see today uh, Mike Davis, or I guess it might have been last night, Mike Davis is He's retiring. Fucking, you're gone. Yeah, that, that fuck did have something shoved up his ass, just like I thought. <laughs> uh, not really. Yeah, all the pros were like, oh, yes, like, 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 yeah, like, Get like. the fuck out of here, Mike Davis. Yeah, I guess he's going to go build golf courses with Tom Fazio. So. Yeah, what a great business to get in. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to. Yeah, it's a dying game. <laughs> not really. We hope not. That's um, where you come in, Jay. Yeah, I'm, I'm the next big designer, Mike. I'm going to go to war with Mike Davis. <laughs> Design just a golf course that's just nothing but hellfire and brimstone. Maggie, get the stencil paper. <laughs> Where's my protractor? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was going to say before we go over our picks, which obviously were pretty similar. I uh, won. Shout out to low amateur John Pack, Florida State kid. He was the only amateur to make the cut. Another shout-out to your boy, Preston Summerhays. He actually showed up pretty well. Shot 72 in the first round. He ended up beating Tiger uh, over the two rounds. They both missed the cut, unfortunately. But That's kind of cool for an 18-year-old. Yeah, 72-77 is what took him out of it. But for a kid that's going into his senior year of high school, um, committed to play at Arizona State, there's a lot of promise ahead for the young, the young Summerhays. Surely he's losing his V-card. <laughs> he, lo- he lost it up there in New York. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, he's Mormon. Maybe he just fucking got married. No, no. What he did was he, what was that they call it? Soaking? Soaking Or what's the deal where they just have a blanket between them? They like have a, it's like, no, we're not fucking. We're just like really close. Just soaking. (laughs) Why wasn't that on the casting couch? No, we're just soaking. 
as as far <laughs> we go to jail. Yeah, yeah. No, we've already talked about the fourteen year old kid no, that's committed no, to Texas. No, we haven't. <laughs> that ended up on the cutting floor last season. Jay, you focus. Okay. Uh, so our picks were we both had Xander who got us some money, uh, you know, finishing, uh, t- five money, finishing in fifth place only, only gets you like 500 K for this one. So that's yeah. pretty good. Um, we were both on Rom. Uh, my sister even warned me to stay off the Spaniard. Uh, unfortunately he kind of just crashed and burned, man. Um, all signs were pointing to yes on him also. It was, it was he, fun game. 69 in the first round, I was like, this is it. This is it. He's going to go, well, finishes the weekend, 76-73, which kind of took him out of it. T23 for him. And then where the what it all came down to words, Mr. Backdoor Top 10, the man with the golden nose, just edges in a fucking 70 way before everyone else finishes. Huge. And he's just sitting there at plus five the whole time. Webb still got, you know, Webb starts, I think DJ two two hours later. At yeah, least. Webb had a two shot cushion, and I'm like, okay, Webb, just go shoot mm-hmm. one over. Even he shoots three over to miss, like one shot from DJ. Webb actually still finished pretty decent, tied for eighth, top ten finish. Webb goes seventy one, seventy one, seventy one, seventy three. So another seventy one would have gotten it done for me, but the fucking that bastard with seven kids. Um, yeah, two week winning streak on you now. Finally back, kind of. Yeah, so. With that words, uh, the difference between uh, you know tied for sixth and tied for eighth, hundred and twenty-four thousand. So you picked up one hundred and twenty-four k to add to your lead. Yes. Um, as far as the rest of the league, his in the picks go, Carl's bad D, Daryl, the the guy that we led in this league that just randomly asked the the league or the site founder if he could join our league. Carl's bad D ties with. Our boy Curd, SL Curd. SL Curd, because he, he had P read, of course. No, they had they had Dustin Johnson, Xander Shoffley, and Webb Simpson. Curd uh, didn't go with P read. Yeah, no. There no. was another guy though. He had a great tournament, and on Saturday, Bryson was real leaky. And P read, I mean, there's not a better short game guy out there. He was hitting it in the rough. He doesn't have what it takes to get all the way to the green, so he would chip out for a hundred yard shot, eighty yard shot. And, I mean, put it within kick-in every time. It was incredible. Well, he was the leader going into the weekend, and it really did look like he might be the guy to beat. And uh, that's when, you know, Matt Wolf steps on the fucking pedal and shoots 65 on Saturday. Yeah, and that was fucking awesome. You know, uh, unfortunately, our my boy Pre didn't get it done. But um, Spackler's squad, there's a, a tie, tie for third. Spackler's squad, Michael Fitch, and my sister, only English with an ace. Uh, can't say I like that name, but it's true. Um, they both finished with 1.1 million, and then there was a logjam of guys that had, uh, you know, DJ Rom and Shoffley, which finished with just over a million dollars. So that uh, was the name of the porn that uh, was in the Big Lebowski, logjamming. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, logjam. Okay. With, with the nihilist in there. <laughs> oh yeah, that. Yeah, one. yeah. I'm here, yeah. here to fix the cable. No, I just no, I I don't know what you're talking about. I've only seen Big Lebowski like twice. Huh. Um, as far as the standings go, man, uh, top 10 is unchanged aside from C-Rob moving up one spot from 9 to 8. Waller moves from 8 to 9. And uh, Two Gloves Attorney still up top. He's now got a million-dollar lead over LBBCBH and 1.3 over the real Lafferty Daniel Bart Shelley. Um, as far as we go, words, yeah. 
Uh, I still, I've been in 42nd place for three straight weeks now, which I feel like is definitely a winning. It's Jackie that's, Robinson that's shining good for down me. on you. Yes, that's great for me. I, I'm, I'm with Chadwick Bozeman right now. I'm doing the, the Black Panther thing. That means I'm going to fucking win the rest of the way in. Where'd you go back up one spot back to that 20, 28th spot? After you'd lost one spot the week before, so AD, we're kind of back to where we were before. I'm 12 spots behind you. Um, you've got me by about 1.5 million now. So uh, still, still, what six weeks to go? So looking forward to the rest of the uh, the schedule, if you will. There are a lot of money still out there, but you ain't making it up on me this week because this is the bitchy Percy. Yeah, have. this is not very Percy. Percy, <laughs> you and I like to get Percy. This isn't very Percy. So 700, actually, seven hundred thousand. We got eight. We, we got, yeah. What a joke! Four million dollar purse. Only uh, a quarter of what the purse was last week at the U.S. Open. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah, and it looks like we do have eight uh, tournaments left. So um, slim pickings this week. A lot of guys taking the week off. Guy, a lot of guys that weren't in the field last week at the U.S. Open playing in this one. Probably only a handful that are that were playing um, that are playing again because everyone needed a break after that grind, especially with how condensed the schedule was going in. So um, I think we're not going to see a lot of these big-name players, at least until uh, that tournament in Shadow Creek, which is, you know, f- I guess three weeks away. So a little break for the big the big guys. Yeah, we're going to need to do some deep digging for casting couch material because <laughs> there's not a lot of good golf being played lately. It's going to be the lull, the lull time. I w- I Maybe was we should start talking about fantasy golf. <laughs> fantasy football? Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather talk about that than some of these shitty tournaments. Yeah, you're shitty. <laughs> Should we just you take- traded Mike Evans for Kareem Hunt today? You are a fucking idiot. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Hey, I, I too was one of the bastards who lost Saquon Barkley, so I, I was desperate. I had to do something, and we'll see how it works out. Words, I'm, I'm. Three people just threw their phones against the wall because they don't want to listen to this anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, Punta Cana, Punta. I always wonder what these guys do when they get off the course. Like, I know that. In Corona, you kind of gotta keep it cool, but like after the whole Robin Robert Allenby fiasco in Hawaii, like surely there's guys that are just getting fucking wasted oh. in in Punta Cana before and after. Maybe not before, but after their rounds, late nights. Hey man, let's go to Senior Frog. <laughs> is that uh, is that Kokrak <laughs> or Pat Perez? <laughs> okay, both of them, hopefully. Yeah, Kokrak's shit. not in this shit. Kokrak, Pat Perez is playing this week, but Kokrak did too well to play in this shit. He's not wasting his time over here. You're right. Um, but there are some featured groups. You want to go to the featured groups? Yeah, featured groups, and uh, of course, the first one is by far the most marquee. Uh, Defending champion, name him. Don't say it. Graham McDowell. Graham McDowell, former U.S. Open champion, Ryder Cup uh, hero. He's playing with Henrik Stenson, who, surprisingly enough, words Henrik Stenson is the lowest ranked world ranking of any player in this field. And guess what that is? Forty-three. Yikes. Yeah. Um, that's why it's only a fucking 720k to the fucking winner. But they do get into the Masters, the Masters next year, not this one. That's did Stinson coming up. make? Stinson did not make the cut last week. No, I don't think so. No. Um, and then Corey Connors, a guy that's been the Canuck. The, I've taken him this year. Yeah, the, he's he's a good he's a good solid player. Um, won last year, I think, at TPC Texas or yeah, the Texas Open. Um, not on any of these guys. I'm on I'm on my other hot shot of H. Corey Connors? No, Henrik. The Iceman? Yeah. You just gave B- Bobby Huffman yeah. a hard-on. <laughs> you, 
You kind of that leaves me nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, you just put Bobby Huffman to six to midnight. You're like, oh yeah, he just fucked his favorite jacket. <laughs> what? You know, like the silk of the jacket. Fuck the sleeve of your favorite jacket. You never done that? <laughs> no. Is that a saying? Uh, no, that's what Bobby just did though. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, why do you like Stenson? Because he's the lowest rated player <laughs> in the world in the field. Yeah, and he was in the field last week, and so this is going to be like a fucking pitch and putt uh, for those guys. I, I don't know. I hope he has his fucking head in the game. I think that, uh, you know, maybe he wants to get some kind of something going. That's, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I picked five minutes before I came over here. Yeah, no, I trust this. me. I, I've, got some, I've got some out there picks, but I do think that uh, there is something to be said for being the, the highest rate or lowest rated player in the field, and from what I understand, this place is kind of a – Fairly wide open, so I mean, if he had some problems spraying it, he's not gonna have as much here. And just we all know that three wood. Put the three wood in the bag and get lasery. Exactly. Um, uh, next group, Mackenzie Hughes, the guy who made a fucking three foot putt to get in the tour championship. Everyone knows about that one, right? Um, he's playing with Adam Long, the guy who finished thirty one in the FedEx Cup, and the third guy in this group, a show favorite, our boy, a guy who finished second here two years ago, Keith. Don't call me Pete Mitchell. Mitchell. Uh, what a what a cuck job to put those both both those guys together. Adam Long must be going like you fucks, <laughs> yeah. putting me with this bitch. <laughs> Took my fucking spot. I mean, I kind of like Mackenzie Hughes. He's he played pretty well towards the tail end of the year. Keith Mitchell again. This is a kind of a bombers course. I like both those guys. I didn't pick either one of them though. Yeah, Mackenzie Hughes is um, number two on the odds picker, I believe. Okay. Um. So yeah, those are both solid picks. Um. Featured group three, Emiliano Grillo. Um, he was in one iteration of the lineup, but I couldn't do it. Yep, he's playing with Johnny Vegas, Bomber. Who knows? Johnny Vegas probably could play well at a course like this. Yes. You know, I think he's Venezuelan. Um, used to kind of like the Punta Cana type thing. Is he he's Venezuelan or Colombian? I think he's Venezuelan. Um, he's a Venezuelan Longhorn. Uh, uh, yeah, he's from he's from Texas. He, he and Sergio probably get along. We like to play in Texas. And the third guy making his second start this year, the Seagull, Charlie Hoffman. Are you on Charlie? No, I'm not on any of these guys. Again, I don't know why that's a featured group, but, you know, there's not too many guys to choose People from. know who Charlie Hoffman is, basically. Yeah. And Grio is great ball striker. He's won before, but not much. Um, so the next, the last featured group words, all three players are making their debuts of this season, which just means they didn't play in the safe way, I think. Um, and they have combined seven victories on the PGA tour. The first one, the guy I said, that's looking for a drink after the round, Pat Perez. Pat Perez. You're on him. I'm on him. I'm not on Pat. I, I, am. I laid off Pat. I love it. I love it. Now a guy like Pat goes and wins. He just cancels the flight home. He's staying <laughs> in Punta Cana. I'm not going anywhere. Where's the tequila? Do they drink tequila in Punta Cana? I don't even know where Punta Cana is. Is it the Dominican? I thought it was Mexico. I don't <laughs> <laughs> we didn't learn geography. I know Texas is South Oklahoma and Kansas is North. Sure. Um, he's playing with Chappie, Kevin Chapel, uh, who's obviously – Flash's game here and there. Uh, he won last year, I think, too, maybe in Texas or somewhere around there. And then your guy, Chucky Three Sticks. My bench player. Okay. So, again, all the, all those guys actually have experience with winning. 
Um, words, I'm not on any of the feature groups. I haven't heard one of your pictures. Yep, I'm not on any of these guys. You know why? Because I'm going with a bunch of youngsters that I'm looking, hoping can get their first PGA Tour win. I think you're probably on one of these guys. I'll go ahead and say it right now. A guy that Adam Goodrich had to email the founder of our website to put him in the fucking lineup just to be able to pick him. Guy who made a hole-in-one on the seventh hole at the U.S. Open in his first appearance, just coming off a tied for six with DJ. Will, Will. Will Zalatoris. I'm on him. Going with Will Zalatoris, and I, I figured that would be one that's going to be pretty popular. He's the betting favorite. Good, Rich. That is so ballsy. I love it, by the way. Yeah. No, he's he's uh, actually he's from Plano, Texas. I think he lives in Dallas now, plays out at Shady, um, went to Wake Forest. Uh, he actually won the Colorado, TPC Colorado on the Corn Ferry Tour. He plays tour. at Shady Oaks in Fort Worth? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, actually, you know what? He lives with... Uh, one of the guys, oh, he lives with uh, Davis Riley, the kid who's like running away with the Corn Ferry title or ran away with it. Poor guys on the Corn Ferry have to play on it for two years because they can't bump up, unfortunately. But I think with his finish at the U.S. Open, he's going to get some, some starts out of that. So He's getting one right now. Yeah, Will Zalatoris is definitely a guy that I do think is going to be popular, and I was stunned to see he's the betting favorite. I was too. Um, it makes sense, though, for these young guys especially, uh, you know, I think he's going to keep that momentum from the U.S. Open, not rest on his laurels. He's got this opportunity now to be like, oh, God, just if I win, I get a fucking card. Let's just go ahead and wrap that shit up. Yeah, you're right, Words. Um, so my other my other two picks, uh, the next guy, young guy, 24-year-old, guy who came out out of the gates hot from LSU. His only start so far this year, Safeway T7. I'm going with Sam Burns. Mm-hmm. I like Sam Burns. He's a big hitter. Uh, all these young guys are. Way at the top of the betting favorites as well. Yeah, he's a he's a betting favorite. Uh, I do think he, he came out real strong. Um, I think one of his first starts was at TPC Louisiana where he kind of hung in there, maybe finished top 10. Um, so I'm going, with, I'm going with Sam Burns. The other guy from Norway. I'm going with Victor's friend, Christopher Ventura, <laughs> fellow Oklahoma State Cowboy. Is there going to be a dude from Norway on like every four years from Oklahoma State? Just they're going to keep it's the, pipeline the pipeline going. Yes, it's like I think Christopher is like a couple years older than Victor. He's twenty five. Victor is what like, twenty two. Do you listen to death metal? <laughs> you love Stillwater. Do you love Metallica? No, Chris, Chris, as they like to call him now, but it's Chris with a K. Um, so that also gives it a little flair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he is twenty five, and uh, he's. I, I thought something was crazy. He's he's a Norwegian guy, Norwegian citizen, but he was born in Puebla, Mexico. You think his parents were like on a month-long vacation uh, from Norway and just fucked? <laughs> yeah, and then stayed there for a month. <laughs> stayed there for nine months. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they had. He was born eight months premature because they stayed there for a month and had him. <laughs> no, but he he uh, he played really well on the Corn Ferry Tour last year. Got his card. I think he won the Utah Open to get his card and. Uh, yeah. He was in contention. He was in contention at the Safeway. He finished T7th there. So um, I do think that this guy's got game. He's skinny, tall, and uh, can move it. So why not Why not one of these young guys go grab a win this week? All right. I like where your head's at. It makes sense on paper. We'll see what these little <laughs> shitheads do once the uh, once they tee off tomorrow. So if, if, if first place gets 720000 what do you think fifth place gets? Like a fucking <laughs> a voucher for a trip, to, an all-inclusive trip to a shittier hotel than they're staying at? 
Here is a voucher for a free pitcher of margaritas. <laughs> Take this to Senior Frogs and Pat Perez will buy you an, buy you another beer. <laughs> Pat Perez, when he wins, will buy you a beer with it. <laughs> Let's just say if Pat Perez wins, he is still coming home with less money than he made. <laughs> yes. There's got to be casinos there in fucking Punta Cana. <laughs> Yeah, sure. You don't know what country it's in, but there's <laughs> got to be a casino. You thought it was crazy when John Daly blew his winning check from the Buick Open. Pat Perez blew his entire life savings in Punta Cana. <laughs> Punta Cana. Well, I'm just glad that we're only on one of the same guy's words. It's either good or bad for me. I'll tell you that much. Me too. Me too. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> I said it first. <laughs> All right, well, those are the shit picks. Buyer beware. And like we've mentioned many times, this is in Punta Canta. I don't know. Is it, I'm gonna. It's 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 not in Mexico. Chingate, cabron. <laughs> All right, it is it is in the Dominican Republic. All right, that was the I DR. <laughs> there we go. They do speak Mexican there. <laughs> Look, hey, looking forward to watching this on Sunday. It's called a Spanish. Not. Is this even on TV? I'll be watching football. It's on NBC because it's a, it slipped in um, to the Ryder Cup's uh, okay. slot. So, okay. yeah, they're going to get full-on balls-in coverage on NBC. So you can listen to that on mute again. NBC would much rather show this than, like, the last several years of us getting our asses beat, like a replay of us getting our asses beat in the Ryder Cup. Oh, God, it's so painful. All right, any other uh, parting words of wisdom for our audience, Johnny? I got nothing. All right, me neither. God damn it, we love you. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness.